Welcome to the Ask Sophie podcast, where each week I answer your questions on all things mindset and manifestation. I'm obsessed with helping you create the life of your dreams. And in this podcast, I do my very best to guide you. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really hope you love today's episode. Hi, and a great big warm welcome to the Ask Sophie podcast. This is officially season two, episode 21. I did write down 22, uh, but then luckily checked it and have <laughs> corrected it before I sent it out with a mistake. Not that it would have obviously been the end of the world, but yeah, welcome. I just recorded last week's podcast at the end. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do next week's yet or wait, but here I am. So if you listened to last week's and you heard me share on my current situation, which will now be in the past, obviously, as you listen to this, relative to my, what was my upcoming move, I, I can't update you yet. Although you'll know from my Instagram, if you follow me there, or probably my member email, because I will have updated you. But if you don't, I don't know yet. So you'll have to <laughs> maybe wait till next week. But I am going to answer a question today from one of my members and one of my followers that is something that's helpful for all of us. And in it, she speaks to something that I've seen come up heaps on just thinking if it was on my own journey, but probably yes, but definitely with lots of people with whom I've worked over the years. So I'm going to get to that in a minute. Um, before I do that, actually, I'm going to do my love notes pick first. I think I wasn't sure if I was going to do my behind the scenes, but I'm going to do my love notes pick first. I quite like how my my nails are a bit matching with mine. I've got my Valentine's card behind me that Daniel kindly sent me. And actually still the flowers that some of my favorite I've ever had because I really, really love the combination of the colors together. They're so vibrant. Aren't the spring flowers just like so pretty? And who else, by the way, is ready? Like so ready. I'm obviously not a fan of complaining, but I do love sunshine and I'm so ready for spring. And I think just a bit of warmth. Anyway, as ever, I'm... I'm off the topic. So let's pick us a page from Love Notes. I haven't done it in advance. So I'm going to see what comes up. I'm using the same copy I did last week because obviously I'm recording this on the same day. You're just listening uh, later. Maybe not if you're binge listening. Okay, hang on. Ah, this is quite a long one, actually. I'm going to read out both pages because that's what I'm feeling called to do. So page 148 and 149. Your deep desire to know me is my deep desire to know you. Your deep desire to know me is my deep desire to know you. And then, how can you tell that your pain is not merely mine? Your yearnings don't belong to me. You cannot tell you, for you are me and I am you. Eternally bound by oh, unbreakable love. The twine that binds us is grace itself. We are woven in union by peace with love. Okay, that one's like getting me teary-eyed. I'm going to read that one again. How can you tell that your pain is not merely mine? Your yearnings don't belong to me. You cannot, I tell you, for you are me and I am you, eternally bound by unbreakable love. 
The twine that binds us is grace itself. We are woven in union by peace with love. And one of the reasons that that uh, is getting me teary is that it speaks to something that I've shared on before, uh, which is the, I'm just going to call it a reframe, for want of a better description that came to me a while back when I was like, in a moment of like, that yearning energy to God, to the divine, like, where are you? I need you. And what came through was like, that energy saying back to me, where are you? I need you. And it was, like I've said before, the most bring me to my knees humbling experience that just was like, it's not about asking that divinity to come to you. It's it's figuring out what do you need to do to go to that divinity? And actually last night, I think it was, uh, it's been a whirlwind, so <laughs> I'm not sure when it was, but recently I had the thought of, and I can't remember the words verbatim, that, that it, whenever you hold out your hand to me, my hand will be there for you. It, like the, the, the hand of the divine, the hand of God is omnipresent, is ever held out. It's only ever us uh, from our human perspective who are not metaphorically speaking, holding out our hands. I don't know if that makes sense, but hopefully it does. Um, okay. <sighs> Before I get into answering today's question, I want to share something that you might know I have done a lot of work in my whatever it is now, I think 18 years, 17, 18 years I've lost count as a, as a therapist and a coach with kids and with and with parents. And obviously I am a parent myself. What you can't see also as another behind the scenes, I'm just showing you, but I've got my heated blanket on <laughs> like a proper grandma to keep me warm. Uh, I don't have really big fluffy socks on, which I often do, which is which is not a, a sexy look, but I have got my old lady blanket, but it's so nice. It's for me, you know, like one of the simple pleasures of life is like if you ever happen to take a towel out of the uh, tumble dryer and it's warm and put it on, or like if I get into bed and I've got the heated blanket on, it's just the perfect temperature. Like nothing <laughs> kind of beats that for me. But anyway, I've, I'm again off piste. So I've worked loads with parents and kids, and yeah, I get to practice this stuff <laughs> myself in my in my own life, and so. One of the things that I know for sure is that what happens, what happens in terms of the whole of life full stop is that it is all a mirror. Like it, it, it's more complicated and nuanced and deeper than this. Um, but essentially everything outside of you is a reflection of what's what's inside of you. And so others are ever mirroring back to us. You know, it's like that saying, you, you, you teach others how to treat you, for example. You know, if you are really down on yourself and not kind to yourself, you're going to attract people who uh, treat you in a similar manner because of this external reflecting, the internal vibe that's going on. And I don't think there's anywhere where this is more powerful and potent than with our own children. Like typically the closer you are with someone and the, and the longer you've been in each other's lives, which which often of course is, is with family members and so on, it's not necessarily, but it's often the case, then there will be this more powerful mirroring because of the momentum that's ensued. But in my experiences, with, it's with our children that the mirror is the most powerful because what they tend to do, if not invariably do, is they will mirror our stuff back to us, but it is magnified. And this is the challenge, right? The challenge of being a parent, the challenge of 
being a human, it is much easier in typically for me to sit in the therapist chair and say to someone else or reflect back to someone else, this is your blind spot, this is what's happening, than it is for me, although I'm pretty coachable and I've done a lot of work to find this easier, but nonetheless, to be the one who someone's saying, this is your blind spot, Sophie. Like it's always easier, for example, to see other people's stuff and it's easier to, to focus here than on our own stuff. It takes great humility to actually go, okay, well, what's my part to play in this? What have I got to work on? And this is so the case with parenting. And so my kind of behind the scenes is that there's two things actually, well, I'm gonna, two points that are related to the same thing. But when I first moved into the, the house I'm in now, which hopefully as you're listening to this, I won't be in anymore. But anyway, as I record, um, I remember, my daughter was particularly like ADHD-ish you know she just couldn't sit down she was like all like all over the shop I love that saying it's so funny um and I was like she's obviously reflecting something in me and I can't I, I think it might be more dramatic than that but anyway I was like well I don't feel like that and it's like well I know this stuff to be true so let's look a little deeper let's not just go with my my first initial you know probably ego-based response because that's how it tends to go um where can I find even a facet of this in me and it's like okay well I have actually been busier than usual and I haven't settled as much as I as I would ordinarily and the challenge with kids is that it is so magnified that it's easy to go well I'm not doing that but I could see it and then as soon as I could see it you bring it into the light of day you bring self-awareness into the picture you can do something about it and then because you're changing you the reflection also changes and what prompted me wanting to share this is that in the last week or so I've noticed that there's some things going on with my daughter and I'm not going to share just because it relates to her and um I don't have her permission to so Last night I was like, okay, well, you know, I, I work this stuff. I believe that it works. And, and I, you know, as I always say, I walk the walk. So how is she mirroring something in me? And it's like, okay, instead of like, no, I'm not doing that. It's like, where might this be the case? And I realized, yeah, okay, I can see that it's here. And then the ego wants to go, it's not about me. I'm fine. That's just one way of thwarting you. And it does take, like I say, great humility and openness and a desire to genuinely want what's best for all parties involved and it's really not easy um like I say it really isn't because it triggers the mind it triggers ego and the reason it does this is because it, it the ego knows that when we are really shifting something on the inside we are really going to up level and the ego is going to diminish and ultimately you could spell its own death and of course it, it doesn't want this and so that's always a good sign but if you can step into that humility one of the things that I can't remember if I've spoken about this before on the podcast or anywhere actually apart from in reframe is the the mirror technique and you can use this anytime someone is doing something that you don't like so it might be he's so rude to me might be your judge judgmental statement of the situation and and you flip it and you and you say I'm so rude to me and then you go well I'm not rude to me that's what the ego says but you you're like I'm going to be open I'm going to look for even these tiny examples of where I'm rude to me um I'm wondering if I, if I can think of an example uh, off the top of my head now to share with you to illustrate how to work through it 
Um, it might be that I've thought about someone, they, they don't take any notice of my needs. Okay. So it's like, right. I don't take any notice of my needs. Where is this true? And it's like, well, there are times when I don't feel, uh, maybe well enough and I push on through, uh, and then, and then you ask, you, you tune into the part of you that's doing that to you. Okay. So I'm like, what, what is the part of me that's doing that to me? What, what does that part of me need? She needs reassurance. She needs love. And it might be she or he needs a hug or to be listened to. And you go, I'm going to give that to you. And what you're doing each time is you're taking ownership. You're taking responsibility. You're healing these kind of fractured parts of you. It probably has something to do with like ultimately inner child healing, whatever. It's all inner stuff. And then as you're shifting, of course, life mirrors it back. And like I say, it's not the easiest thing to do because it triggers one's ego, but it's so worth it. And I would say particularly if you have kids and they, um, they're they they're being clingy towards you or they're being aggressive or they won't settle or they're anxious, do this mirror thing. Like they, they're so worried all the time. And you're like, well, I'm worried. Where am I worried? What am I worried about? Even if it's the tiniest little speck, because they magnify it, you shifting that spec will have a big difference in your physical reality and how it goes with your kids. Okay, hopefully that makes sense. I just wanted to share because because it's helpful. So, okay, I'm just looking on my phone because I am answering today a question that, like I say, was from a member of mine who DM'd me on this thing. And I answered her and I'm going to share what I said to her and sort of elaborate on it. So this is someone who has been following me for a while. She's in my membership. She's done Manifesting Miracles and all sorts of things. So she's on the path, right? Um, and she's been on it for a while. And she said, I'm reading this kind of verbatim. I felt so happy and positive and aligned. But since the weekend, it's all come crashing down. I feel worried, insecure, sad. I'm pretty sure it's hormones and my mind tricking me. I've just done the writing exercise. Um, thank you. And then some just some nice things. And also, is it because I'm about to grow and my mind is tricking me? I felt so good. I want this to pass. I know it will. And then I replied to her, and I'm going to elaborate on this. So few things. The first one is, when you're doing great or better, and obviously she is, because she's on this path, she's working on herself. And if you're someone, and probably you are, if you're listening to this, and you might be, you know, in my membership, might have worked one to one, done manifesting miracles, whatever it is, in reframe. Um, you're almost certainly in some way, shape, or form on this kind of self-development spiritual path, call it what you want. So what I said to her is when you when you're doing great or better, the lows will seem worse, but they're not. It's actually an awesome sign of growth. Okay, so this is something because I'm long in the tooth at this game. I've heard it all, seen it all, seen these themes that happen when people are, are growing, which is how I can speak to these challenges with, with such knowing and such confidence. And so one of the things that I've seen myriad times is somebody will be doing better. They're on this general trajectory of sort of up and up, but naturally we have ebbs and flows and we have dips. Now, sorry, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm <laughs> sort of showing this with my hand, but you can't see that if you're just listening, but I'm just kind of showing an upward sort of um, trajectory. But anyway, if you're starting down here low, let's just say it's a two out of 10 on the happiness scale. And that's your norm, right? That's your kind of set point. If you go up to a six, and then you go back to a two, that two is going to feel awful to you. It was normal before. And um, I'm sure Daniel won't mind me saying, but 
when we first met, he would just like go out and have maybe, I don't know, six or seven pints. And I'd say, don't you feel like crap the next day? And he'd be like, nah, I'm fine. I'd be like, mm, I'm not so sure about that. And now that he doesn't drink as much and he's healthier, because he has good influence in his life. <laughs> um, believe it or not, I am a good influence. Anyway, um, don't shout no at me. So if you if you know if you're one of my friends, you're like, she's not a good influence. I really am. Anyway, so now that he is healthier, when he does go and do that, guess what? He notices it more because that's not the norm for him. There are some people, many people, like if I was suddenly in their mind and their emotions and their body, it would feel like holy apples, I have just been hit by, <laughs> by some kind of truck. But for them, that's their norm. Um, so the, the reframe here, the powerful flipping of the script is to see, yes, as I've said to this lovely lady, this is actually an awesome sign of growth. Now, if I, when I come out of alignment, I feel terrible. Like, I said a minute ago, I feel like I've been hit by a ton truck or a ton of bricks, something heavy anyway, <laughs> whatever it might be. It does not feel good because I'm so used to being up here. Again, I'm gesturing. Sorry, you can't see that if you're listening, but high vibing. When I come down from that, it's like a real shock to the system. And ultimately, of course, that's an awesome thing. I remember years ago on Abraham Hicks, someone said, why does a dog stick its head out of the window when, it, when a car's moving, even though it gets bugs in its eyes? And they were like, because it's so worth it. And it's the same here. It's worth feeling crap when you come out of alignment to be in alignment. And then the other thing I said to her is, without going deep, have a think about what you did or thought before you started to feel pants. That's my technical term. Was it less sleep, more drinking? Was something triggered? This kind of self-awareness is golden. Like if I sometimes say to clients, you know, when they don't feel good or they haven't had such a great week, like if I'd have been following you around, I'd have been able to say, that's where it started. That's where you, you know, the, the thing I say all the time, you, you give the mind an inch and it takes a mile. That's where you gave the inch. That's where you kind of stepped into the rabbit hole. You stayed up till midnight. You woke up the next day with your alarm. You were groggy. And then it spiraled. And so, as I've said to her, you don't want to think too deep about this because we don't want to figure out what doesn't work and, 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 and focus here. But we do want to know, we ultimately want to keep doing what does work. That's what we want the mainstay of our attention. But at the same time, it's helpful to have that self-awareness. When I do this, this is the consequence. This is the cause and this is the consequence. Otherwise, we just think, oh my God, I was doing so great. And then this random thing happened and now I feel crap. No. In therapy, there's something called, uh, oh my goodness, the name totally escapes me now. Oh, elegant change. Okay, that's it. So this is a term that describes the optimum state that a therapist would quote, unquote, get a client to. And what it means is you know what to do to be on track. You also know what to do if you come off track and, and cut, ultimately you, you, you know what works. So you don't panic. And I've talked about this before. When I was at university and having panic attacks, and anyone who's ever had a panic attack knows that it's, it's not a vibe. I didn't know how it was happening. I just felt like I was going to die. I wanted to get out of my body and all these crazy things. When something that horrible happens and you don't even know how it happened, that's really scary. 
but now I understand it and people with whom I've worked will understand well this is just what you're doing it doesn't freak you out in the same way that's a really really helpful thing to understand Abraham Hicks sometimes say it didn't come out of the blue it came out of the oblivious this is why self-awareness is so golden and understanding thoughts create feelings and then feelings create actions and it all ultimately creates your whole reality it's not just randomly coming from somewhere and small caveat yes 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 sometimes life does take you through challenging situations because it knows from that 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 deeper or higher perspective that there's something more for you but as a rule these things aren't randomly happening to you okay um yeah so she'd mentioned could this be fear doing a number on her because she's listened to me and heard what I say about fear speaks loudest when you're on the precipice of great change and so on and I said of course you're right it can also be you're doing great so fear wants to try and stop you again an awesome sign actually and I say this all the time to people when they're like ah my mind's going crazy yes this is freaking awesome what does this mean if your mind is losing it's you know what you're on that precipice you're about to do something awesome so I'm not a proponent of feel the fear and do it anyway, necessarily. But instead, I would say, know that the fear is potentially an awesome sign. Be aware of this and soothe it and then keep going forward. But don't necessarily just go, oh, I'm just going to like power through because then it can get a bit a bit messy. And then the other thing I said to her is it's natural to have dips. So when I first trained, I was like, right. <laughs> I'm laughing at me saying that because um. Daniel asked me when I go, right. And the other day, I was so tired. We were chatting about something on the phone and I went, right, right. How do I say it? Right. And it was like, wow. It was like a total sea change from my right to right. <laughs> that was a real barometer of my tiredness levels at the time. Oh my goodness, I feel like I'm really going to sneeze, but I'm going to try and hold it off. Have you ever had that where you've had to like hold in a sneeze? I remember having it when I think Yara was sleeping in the bedroom when she was a baby or, or she just got to sleep or something and it did not feel good because my whole body wanted to sneeze and, and I stopped it. Anyway, again, I'm, I'm off beast. So yeah, I used to think when I first trained, can't remember if I've got to the end of this point, but when I first trained that I had to be positive all the time because people are looking up to me and I take you know I'm serious about what I do I'm serious but non-serious anyway and it's like <gasps> can't ever have a dip and then I realized shortly afterwards that's not necessary it's not possible and it puts way too much pressure on so this is something I also see in 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 my clients and members and so on so what I said to her is it's natural to have dips know this i've said no in capital letters know this and the more you can be easier about it the quicker it will pass so i would say don't try and be happy all the time for the reasons i've just mentioned but aim to feel mostly good what yeah what i've said to her is aim to feel as good as you can as often as you can and don't be up on yourself when you don't i'm going to say that again because it's so helpful aim to feel as good as you can as often as you can and don't be up on yourself when you don't and yeah okay I was just checking if I wanted to say something else but that's cool and then I said to her it's all in capital letters it's all for you the when things suck module is perfect for times like this yeah sorry that's in in reframe and then I said don't spend loads of time wondering what went wrong instead spend your time and energy on doing what works which I've also obviously mentioned to you yeah we don't want to get caught in that rabbit hole of trying to figure out and understand what went wrong because um that stuff, that stuff is going to, is going to take you down. There's something else. Ah, okay. Yeah. 
the other thing that she said was um I felt so good I want this to pass okay she's being honest there she felt so good and she wants it to pass but this desire to um and she's not said this in her words, but I can feel it in her energy. I really want this to go. It really, that that's tension, okay? And I've talked about this before. The thing that I've come to know when we boil all this stuff down and make it really simple is that anything that leans you into ease is leaning in, you into a state of allowing. In other words, it's leaning you into a state of allowing in every freaking thing, situation, emotion, thing, person you've ever asked for, anything that puts you into a state of tension is a block for you. In my How to Not F It Up Masterclass, this is what I talk about, how to not block yourself. And actually, I wonder if I can see, because I am, I might just put this in the show notes, but, uh, oh yeah, okay. So I think it's going to be on, oh, tomorrow. <laughs> The 28th of Feb, I will be selling a really special bundle of the both the How to Not F It Up masterclasses, I think I said workshop a minute ago, and the Money Mindset Masterclass and the Magnetized Money Meditation. You can purchase those um, through the, you can either message me or you can get the link on my Instagram as a bundle to specifically help you with your money mindset. These are the things particularly the meditation and also the stuff I share in the workshop that I've used to big time up level my money game in the last, I think it's about mm, six or seven months in earnest. So that's going to be on sale for a short period of time. I can't remember how long uh, from tomorrow. And I think it's 19.99 for those three, three masterclasses and the meditation and there's a work uh, a worksheet in there too so message me if you want any more details on that but uh yeah so the back to my point which is the 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 tension anything that puts you into tension I really want this to go like if I was thinking about now I really want to be I really want to be in that apartment I really want to move that tension we don't mean to but that tension is a block so you want to do whatever you can, whatever way, whatever how, to lean yourself, to keep leaning into ease. And this doesn't mean that you, like, <laughs> I'm going to say this publicly, my ex-husband just used to be like, you just want to live on cloud nine, so you can do nothing all day. I mean, I do want to live on cloud nine, that's true. Um, and some would say I do, and maybe I do, and I'm really happy to have that said about me. But I don't want to sit around and do nothing all day. Like, I, you can't stop me from doing this podcast because I've got this energy and this desire to show up and serve, and I love it. The same when I'm writing my blooming meditations and doing them up, like that takes energy and passion. Um, but we don't want the tension because yes, it is about taking action, but it's inspired action as much as you're able to. So the point is, so I'm getting all wonky in that, but the point is that be as easy as you can. Yeah, you, you, you want it to pass, but that needing it to pass, again, it's the, I can't remember if I said this to her, but it's the, the want, not need energy that I talk about in reframe. That's the kind of vibe is getting yourself into that. Hopefully that makes some sense. But that's really a point. The, the, the answer that I'm giving here is really a point for when you're doing well and then you seem to fall off the bandwagon or, or fall off the horse or whatever it might be. And the thing I also just feel called to say is that like you might know I'm doing a kind of a, it's not a health kick, but it's like a health plan that I ultimately want to 
change as I go through life and, and stay on to in, in different variations of it. But the woman who's helping me with that, who's great, by the way, um, she's called Anna from Health Means Happiness. She does loads of free YouTube videos, uh, workouts and great stuff on Instagram. Go follow her, by the way. Um, but she um she said to me like it's okay or in her my one of my one of the worksheets like it's okay to have you know a cheap meal or whatever or uh, but just don't let the whole day go off or the, the whole week and this diet mentality that we all have which is like oh, i've had two biscuits i might as well have the whole packet this is the mind speaking right it makes no sense just because you've had a sucky day or a sucky experience don't then go into the rabbit hole and let fear loose <laughs> Why did I say that sounded really Welsh then <laughs> in your life? Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm absolutely rambling now, but hopefully that makes some sense. All right. Thank you so much as ever for watching or listening. I think I'm getting slightly better at saying that. Have an awesome rest of your day. And yeah, as always, if you've enjoyed this episode or there's been like a nugget in it for you, you're like, oh my God, I love that please let me know. I love getting your messages or share it on social media and tag me because that just makes my day. And I will be back next week. And in the meantime, sending you lots of love.